You've tuned into The Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to The Dr. Lowe Show. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Oh my goodness, I just recorded the most amazing intro and I realized I wasn't recording. And actually, as I wrapped it up, I said, All right, well, I did this in one take. That was pretty amazing. And I said, Watch, I probably didn't record it. I looked down and I wasn't recording it. It's so annoying. Okay, I'm still going to do it in one take. The reason why I got to do it in one take is I'm at the office right now and I've been seeing patients all day. It's the end of the day. I got to get home. I just got to get out of the office. But I also want to be able to give you a podcast on time. So I'm going to do a little unpolished. Yeah. What I'm like, I don't want to say all the things I said before. I'll just jump into introducing the couple of show sponsors and then we'll get right into the show. Okay. So the first show sponsor I want to talk about is Haya Health. So Haya Health is my very favorite kids multivitamin. That's what I have Zion taking for his multi. And the reason why is because it has the very best form of all the different vitamins and minerals in it of any vitamin on the market, truly. Like it doesn't cut any corners. It's not like a Centrum one a day that's like just basically swallowing BS and you're not going to absorb any of it. And you just poop it out and pee it out. It's not like that. It has really good quality forms of the vitamins. So you absorb it and it actually does what it's supposed to do in the body, in the cells. And it has a cherry flavor. It's chewable. It's just one little chew, chewable and tablet per day. And Zion absolutely loves it. So if you want to check out HayaHealth.com, you just head over to H-I-Y-A health.com slash Dr. Low, D-R-L-O. And then that will bring up their website. And then at checkout, put Dr. Low, D-R-L-O, and then you'll get that discount. So you actually get $50 off your first order. And then if you decide to keep doing it, you can, or if you want to cancel it, no big deal. There is the super cute vitamin bottle. It's like a yellow color. It comes with stickers. And so your kid can like decorate it and make it personalized for them. So it's a really cool way for them to be part of the process. And when kids are excited about something, they're more likely to partake in it, which is always a great thing when they're getting vitamins. So that's the Haya Health, H-I-Y-A Health dot com slash Dr. Low. And then the code is Dr. Low. And then my other show sponsor is Paleo Valley. I am so grateful to have these sponsors because you guys, it, it helps to make this show possible for it to be worth my time. Obviously I'd probably do it for free, but it really does help to take the stress off and be able to provide this show for you consistently. So thank you for supporting these sponsors. If I haven't thanked you already, because they're companies that are doing it right. They're not doing it for the money. They're truly doing it to create a great product. That's going to help people to be healthier. So that's why I support these different companies too. So Paleo Valley is my very favorite greens drink company. So they have a organic super greens that is free of grasses because a lot of times people are sensitive to digesting grasses like wheatgrass and other grasses, barley grass and things like that. But it's loaded with different vegetables and superfoods and it actually tastes really good. My brother likes it and he's anti-vegetables and even Zion likes it too. So you just put a teaspoon into some water and then stir it up and you just drink that every day. And it's just packed with veggies. And if it's hard for you to get in some vegetables, it's a really nice way to cover that base for you. So if you want to grab your greens or any other supplements they have on their website, just head over to paleovalley.com and then at checkout, enter Dr. Low, and then you'll get your 15% off 
So yeah, 15% off the greens or any other supplements of theirs. So yay. And then also if you guys ever get any of the products that I recommend, just shoot me a message on Instagram. You can let me know if you like them. I'd love to know your feedback of how it's going. Cause I just, I love these products, but I want to hear how you're liking them as well. All right. So this show was really fun. I think you're going to really enjoy it. It's very conversational. I got, I think there's a lot of good little nuggets. So let's jump into it and um, enjoy. Hello, guys. So we have a new guest on the show. We have Shay Leonard. I'm excited to have this conversation. It's from the perspective of someone that worked in the Western conventional medical world for many years and is now is moving into the natural medical world. So it's always fun to have someone on the show that has that perspective and they're able to share their experience. So again, we have Shay Leonard. She's a certified physician's assistant practicing functional mental health coaching as a mental health and hormone and gut expert. And she has a really interesting story, which brought her to what she's doing. And so I'm just going to let her tell you about her story and what she's up to. And then we're going to jump into the meat of the show and really give you some tangible, helpful takeaways that hopefully help to make your life so much better. Shay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited and excited to be here today. I know it's so good to have you. And I, I love your perspective of what you've done prior to now and then what you're currently doing or what you're moving into. I think it's a really yeah. helpful perspective to hear about. And, but before we jump into it, just real quick, tell me a little bit of what got you into what you're doing and also just with the perspective that you have. Cool. Yeah. So I've, since I was little, wanted to be a doctor, practice in medicine as little as I can remember. And so it was always pretty easy for me to know that I was going to go into some sort of form of medicine that quickly was determined in school and undergrad that I was going to go down the direction of a PA. So I'm so glad I chose that career. I love that. School was amazing. And I got through that and started working in conventional medicine. I got my start in allergy and immunology, did that for a while, and then quickly transitioned into psychiatry where I practiced for many years as a psychiatry PA. All things in the midst of all that, I was going through all of my own health crisis mm. since about 14, 15 years old. Pretty significant issues that I was experiencing around my menstrual cycle. I had really bad gut health and gut issues and, and anxiety and mood problems and so many different things. And I saw, I don't even know, countless experts and specialists. I was living in New Mexico. I even saw someone in New York. We were really trying. And I I wasn't getting any answers. No one was really asking me any questions, really. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just like, hey, we don't know why these are your symptoms. And then the pill for an ill type mm -hmm. dynamic. And so that really kind of was in the background through all of school. Eventually, it got to the point where I started in using some functional medicine and psychiatry, genetic testing, you know, focusing a little bit more on diet and exercise, herbs and supplementation for nutrient deficiencies, all of that stuff. So I started looking into that and I started making some changes. I eliminated caffeine, just some broad general things. And I did start to feel better. Unfortunately, I still continued with pretty severe health issues. And I finally met a great friend and mentor of mine now a functional medicine pharmacist. And she truly changed my life, not just my career, because she also introduced me into this functional medicine world. Mm -hmm. But she changed my health uh, very quickly. She asked me questions that unfortunately had never been asked, what are you eating? <laughs> and what yeah. are you cycles like and do you what a concept <laughs> yeah 
do you go to the bathroom every day? And <laughs> it was all crappy stuff, right? I, I was not healthy. I didn't have a good diet and I had it for years and years. And so truly making nutritional changes, balancing hormones and supplement changes changed my life. I mean, off of meds, no other big health issues whatsoever, feeling like myself again with energy, skin cleared up, no more gut issues, no more anxiety, all of these things that I had uh, horrible menstrual cycles, none of these things existed anymore for me. Mm. And I knew right then and there that this was a big deal. Why are we not doing this? Why was I not taught this in school? Mm -hmm. And so I started taking all of that that I was learning and using it with some of my psychiatry patients at the time and really started to get some great results and eventually decided functional medicine was the route I wanted to go and enrolled into a two-year functional medicine school. I'm almost done with that. Actually, at the end of the summer, I will be done and haven't looked back. I decided to go into health coaching full-time. And now I see a lot of clients struggling with mental health and hormone and gut issues, and they are doing far better than anything I could have ever tried to do with prescriptions. Now I am totally for modern medicine. There is a time and place. Unfortunately, it's not about 90% of the time, not a time or place for prescriptions. They're great mm -hmm. for triage, but most of the time we really need to look at what we're doing every day and ask ourselves, is what I'm doing and thinking about every day and eating every day actually conducive for health? How do I expect my body to feel well if I give it nothing that it needs to feel well? And that's where that imbalance has been made. And those conversations, unfortunately, are not typically discussed in conventional medicine. You can't have all this knowledge and information and work in the kind of environment that you were working in because there's such a disconnect, right? Philosophically, just within your heart, like how could you know all this stuff and not be able to use those tools? It would be for me, that would be excruciating to go to work and be in that environment. Oh, yeah, it was quickly. That's all I wanted to talk about. And I had some amazing <laughs> patients that had seen me for years. But when I started asking them questions like, are you pooping every day? Tell me about your hormones. What wow. are you it was 50-50. Some were all for it, made the changes. Others were like, listen, I come here to talk to you for 10 minutes and you give me my pill and I'm out the door. I wow. About this other stuff. And that's where in health coaching, Every single person coming to see me knows what I'm about. They wow. want real functional medicine, health and healing. And so that has been like a breath of fresh air because they're coming to me for a choice. I'm not just trying to get them to see why their health's important. They already know it's important. They just need to, you know, some guidance. So. And for the ones that let's say the 50% who were positive with it, how did that yeah. go for them? Oh my gosh. I started getting people off medication in <laughs> in conventional medicine. I'm sure they didn't like you at work though, because then they don't make money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so messed up. Luckily, I, I worked with a great physician who owns the practice and he was all for it. And he really embraced that with me and listened, awesome. taught me a lot. So it was really a positive thing. But, but that just speaks to how cool of a person that person is. So yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Right on. And I'm sure so much now, like with you working just one-on-one -on -one as a health coach now with people, you don't have the medications as an option. Do you ever find yourself going, man, with this person, I'd really like to use this medication or is it not really so much that the case? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would think luckily I do think because I'm a PA and I'm very good. I have a couple clients who of course they come with medications often and I'm so familiar. I've done the pharmacology. I've prescribed right. them. I understand the dosing. I understand and the side effects. And I have no problem calling and speaking to their providers because right. they're my peers. And I think there's a big difference too, is 
really integrative care between conventional medicine and functional medicine is where true like perfection lies, I think. And so Mm -hmm. I have had a lot of success. Yes, there has been several clients that have been able to taper off medications while working with me. And I do that with their provider. I completely allow their provider to do it. I am not their provider. I'm not prescribing anything, but their providers have been very open and saying, Hey, I see a change. They're doing better. They're requesting to taper. Yep. I'm going to taper them. And I just support them through that. And yes, I have a client right now. She was able to get off her antidepressant, which was Mm -hmm. tough. She'd been on it for 10 years, pressure medication and her acid reflux medication within a few months. Mm -hmm. And of course, her provider was actually thrilled and really open to working with me to really help the best interest of the patient and the client. So awesome. And I, I love that because for people listening, like it is possible to get off of medications. Like in my practice, we definitely support patients with that all the time. And it's so exciting because a lot of times other issues start to fall off because those were actually side effects yeah. that they didn't know. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, there's such a time and place. We just really want to come together and figure out what that is. And if we can avoid prescriptions, then we totally should. If we can yeah. increase them and and get people feeling better, then we definitely need to make that a priority. I think it's important for patients to realize that when they go to see a conventional doctor, it's really not worth asking nutrition questions because there's not a training in that, right? 100%. And I can speak to that. I know in ours, that was just not discussed. It really wasn't. It was, this is a symptom. This is what you treat it. It wasn't about root cause or ask why, where do you think this is coming from? It was just a, this is the symptom. It makes an ICD-10 diagnosis so I can send it to insurance companies. And this is the pharmaceutical you take to help it. But it's so short-sighted. Unfortunately, when we start experiencing symptoms early on of insulin resistance and all these different things and nutrition's never addressed, it can quickly turn into autoimmune diseases and other health issues down the road and preventative medicine. There's such a place for it. And people are wanting it. People are are. really wanting it. And what's beautiful about functional medicine and naturopathic medicine is it's not just preventative, right? Like we have really powerful tools to treat people and don't require drugs at all. Even though I can prescribe a lot of medications, I don't a lot of times, like almost never pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to, or it's some sort of stabilization while you address the root cause. That's really the place for it. Instead of just not diving into it, not doing the work or the testing to find out the true reason seeing symptoms as signals instead of something to just band-aid. Yeah, exactly. So when you were seeing patients for like 10 minutes and the 50% that were down to do the work, what would be like the things that you would tell them in 10 minutes that they could start to do, you know, love that question. So this was pretty early on. And so it was nice because I didn't get into the weeds with things Mm -hmm. necessarily. It was correcting. And I started doing some testing, correcting magnesium deficiency and vitamin D deficiency, super helpful and quick understanding Mm -hmm. the dose that gave relief very quickly, especially for patients that were struggling with anxiety or sleep issues or constipation. So using things like that, also someone with anxiety and the sympathetic dominant state, getting Mm -hmm. them off caffeine. I can't tell you how many people like fought me on that. And I'm like, nope, we're going to stop caffeine. We're going to increase your protein and your fat. And 
that was a game changer for mood, right? Well, gosh, they've tried everything. We've tried 10 different meds and finally tons of omegas, a good protein and avoid caffeine and walk every day was the answer. So really simple things like that. Drink clean water, avoid stimulants, start trying to eat more protein and healthy fats, of course, load up on non-starchy veggies and then correcting simple nutritional deficiencies went so far. Like what would be a simple nutrition deficiency? Like magnesium or vitamins. I did do genetic testing. So figuring out that we've got methyl, you know, MTHFR Mm -hmm. and folate deficiencies getting them on a great B complex, a methylated B complex helped energy levels and mood tremendously as well, very quickly. I'm just smirking and chuckling because I'm, I'm writing all these things down, but this is literally, if you look at my treatment plan, that's exactly what yeah. I have patients do, but it's so cool because it's like the basics, man, the basics yeah. work so strongly. And if you forget about the basics and try to do all the fancy stuff with all the drugs and this and that, it never works. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't. You're totally. just masking symptoms. Okay. That's super cool. So what we wanted to focus on, especially like having resilience, like having a resilient mood and you have a background in psychiatry. I have a bachelor's in psychology. I'm so passionate about psychology. We had Julia Ross on the show years ago. She wrote diet cure, the mood cure. And we've had lots of other people on the show all about mood. And it's just, it's a big focus that I'm really passionate about as well. But obviously to have a healthy mood, you have to have those basics, right? You can't jump to an antidepressant if you're not sleeping, right? You can't jump to an anti-anxiety if you're not getting any exercise or any good fats. So let's give some real tangible things. Let's say someone listening, there's so many things that they're dealing with. They don't even know where to start because they're feeling so frazzled. What I focus on usually is sleep first. So what would you suggest? Like, how can I start to sleep if I'm just can't even think about doing that at this moment? So sleep hygiene is so important. I have spoke on sleep hygiene tremendously and oftentimes, uh, especially in psychiatry, most of the patients who saw me had insomnia as either a side effect or kind of just an afterthought. Oftentimes they didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. I just don't sleep. Like I've never been a good sleeper. Right. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be, you know? And so sleep hygiene, I think the biggest thing is our modern lifestyle choices do not add up to optimal health or sleep or sex life or mood, anything like that. And so when we ask our body every night to go to bed, are we giving it any of the right signals to do so instead of fighting and being upset? Like my body's broken. I just can't sleep. No, you're probably not giving it any of the right signals to do so. And so that starts with sleep hygiene, right? Our primary way is really to hit cortisol at rock bottom, which is our stress hormone from adrenals. And that competes with melatonin. Everyone's pretty familiar with melatonin. And oftentimes our stress is elevated at night. Why? Because we're arguing with the spouse. We're doing accounting. We're watching stressful crime TV. We have all the lights on. We're looking at our phone. All of these things are not signaling the body that it's okay and safe to rest. How simple is that? But in order for melatonin to number one, be made, you have to have optimal serotonin and you have to have optimal B vitamins and darkness. Like you just need darkness. That's primarily what triggers our melatonin to be released. And so when we are just giving it all of these signals that it's time to fight for our life and then turn (laughs) off the light and expect our body to go to bed. It's really silly. And it does not make sense. It's not normal. Think of it like a child, right? If you have a a kid, you're going to want to help maybe give them a bath and just help to relax things a bit before they're not just going to go right to sleep. We're we're just big kids. Yeah. So Epsom salt baths, great way. Aromatherapy, relaxing essential oils. 
definitely no eating for three to four hours before bed, really quiet digestion, use a sleeping mask, turn on some white noise, give yourself all the good vibes to promote a healthy sleep and get your body prepared for that. And sometimes they use herbs and things like magnesium to really help balance that system. But overall, it's an imbalance that typically caused that your body's meant to sleep, it wants to sleep, we need to see it as a signal that something's off balance. And it can take some time for that cycle to change because your body can be in a habit of operating in a certain way. Let's say someone is doing all those things like I just can't sleep. I always do testing. So I'm a pretty big person on testing. Is it really a serotonin issue? Is it a B6 deficiency that's, mm-hmm. you know, messing up this? Could I give them tryptophan? Would that be helpful? And correcting a magnesium deficiency, all of those different things. Is it just a side effect, an imbalance in GABA and glutamate? Is it just a stress issue? There's so many different things. So testing is super important. I'd love to hear about the GABA and glutamate thing. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, for sure. So GABA is our primary inhibitory neurotransmitter. It also requires B vitamins. So that's a part of my little to go down list of things to correct in order to have a resilient mood. But GABA really helps calm calm us down and, and help us sleep and also to not have panic attacks all the time and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Glutamate is a excitatory neurotransmitter. And oftentimes there's a lot of glutamate in certain processed foods and different things that can contribute to an imbalance. Mm -hmm. Also just lack of GABA due to deficiencies in hormones or B vitamins. And so I see an imbalance between those. And Mm -hmm. so taking GABA can be a rapid relief or it's the amino acid L-theanine, which is its precursor, can be a rapid relief while we work on the actual root cause of trying to correct that imbalance. Mm -hmm. Love it. I know I'm obsessed with GABA. I don't take GABA directly because I don't tolerate it very well, but I take GABA precursors because I'm always, always working on my GABA. Yeah, totally. It's definitely a good thing to focus on. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had at my, my office, we have majorly brought our whole inventory down and put most of them online or we're in the process, but our one supplement that has the most GABA support, I'm like, I'm keeping this here. This is never going anywhere. (laughs) Mostly for me. Yeah. I named it chill pill just for that. I'm like, this is my chill pill. Okay. That's super helpful. And just on the topic, I guess, of stress, people listening, they're like, a lot of them running around like chicken with their heads cut off. So how can we be less stressed? Yeah, I definitely think it starts with slowing down. I know that's hard and no one wants to hear that, but sometimes it's the unsexy stuff that makes the biggest difference. And it's things like taking time of quiet time with yourself. Meditation just is focused thinking. And so if you can start taking 10 minutes a day to focus on your breathing, even don't worry about, Oh, I need to like meditate on this specific thing. Just meditate on your breathing. Let's start there. Just sit <laughs> right. quiet and breathe belly. Yeah. Breathe. Just focus on your breath. That's it. You don't have to do one more thing. Exactly. And if your mind wanders, totally okay. Bring it back. It might go a hundred times. That's totally okay. Just bring it back. Deep belly breathing. I think it's one of the most effective tools we can use to promote a parasympathetic or rest state to get us out of a high stress situation. When you're driving your children to school or going to work and going to lunch, anytime you're in the car, pay attention to how you feel and what you're doing. Almost every single person that I see, as well as myself at one time, both hands on the wheel, gripped up, jaw clenched and shallow breathing. Okay. 
let's start being self-aware. Put a little sticky note in there that says, pay attention to how you're driving. Just relax your jaw, sit back, feel relaxed and focused on your breathing while you're driving. That's a great way to introduce some parasympathetic help throughout the day in a situation where you typically are pretty fight or flight. Totally. I was doing all those things you said. I'm like, relax my jaw, breathe. (laughs) I felt more relaxed. I've been doing a lot of work on trying to expand my rib cage when I breathe because I'm a vocalist. I've just started really singing on stage a lot more at church. And I'm like, dang, my voice is so locked up because I'm so used to holding my breath. So I've been really working. I'll actually hold my hands on my rib cage. And when I take a deep breath, I feel my ribs expand out. And I try to do it almost like a barrel, like my back part of my ribs too. I do. I love Pilates, but all of this has helped so much with my voice, but it also really helps with stress too. Totally. I love that. And I think that's a really great way to introduce that. I'm really passionate about gratitude. I tell my clients, I truly believe there's no healing without gratitude, even what you're going through. And so gratitude journaling, all my clients get an assignment and it can feel overwhelming, but Hey, I want you to write down a 100, 100 things you're grateful for, no matter how small or big you feel that they are. That's a wonderful way to start working on resilient mood and working on a change in mindset and perspective is gratitude. That's amazing. That's a great way to jumpstart the gratitude juice in your brain because our brains can get definitely stuck in certain thought loops. I I remember seeing what at least 90% of our thoughts are the same as the day before. We just get stuck in these loops. And so to have your brain think in different ways, you have to be uncomfortable for a little while to make some new highways to start to get bigger there. And I agree with you. I think gratitude is the key for myself because I have so many things going on. Like the thought of actually taking on a gratitude journal makes me want to like just take a nap because there's so so many things, but like in the moment when I'm feeling so Mm -hmm. stressed, If I just automatically just say one thing I'm grateful for, it's like a light switch. It just takes me out of it instantly. And if I'm feeling depressed, I'll just do a gratitude rampage. I'll go on a walk and I'll just say, I'm grateful for my feet and grateful for my elbows and grateful for the sky. And I just keep saying stuff over and over until I pull myself out of it. And that's just what's worked for me. But it's just continue to chip away at this stuff and work at it. And you end up finding what works for you. That might work for someone else. Maybe for someone else, it doesn't. But it's just about finding what works for you and letting that be just a, a habit. I love that. That gives me goosebumps because that is is totally, I, I'm the same way. Thank you for these beautiful flowers. And thank mm. you for this sunshine I feel on my skin. Just in the moment. And the more you start being aware of your gratitude, your brain is neuroplastic. It changes mm-hmm. every day or it doesn't change every day. To exactly. Same patterns and thoughts that we have, the same behaviors. But the good news is it can change. We can change and we can rewire our thoughts and brain. And this is how you do it. It's not mm-hmm. this like magic thing. It's just day after day choices in what you think about. And gratitude's a big one. So, yeah. And also, as you were talking, I'm thinking how we can say, we could be grateful for the challenges too, right? Like Absolutely. I'm grateful for this challenge. I'm grateful for these lessons. I'm grateful for it. So being able to flip a difficult situation and being grateful for it, it actually has you appreciate it and maybe look at it from a whole different way. Absolutely. And that is true mood resilience and mm-hmm. understanding that we have to fail to grow. There's no, even entrepreneurs who are not talking about this stuff, they're talking about just growing businesses. They want you to fail and fail often and fail quick. Why? Mm -hmm. Because that's how you grow. You reach that pit of despair faster and quicker, the quicker you can get out of it and change, adjust and learn how to respond differently. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'd love to touch on the genetic identity, changing our genetic identity. What's that about? So I got some of my start in functional medicine in genetics. So I, I used a lot of genetic testing in psychiatry and I knew a ton about it. And I would spend a lot of time talking to patients about it. And hey, these are the genes. This is how they can impact you. And these are the things we need to do and so on and so forth. Great. That was pretty good for conventional medicine, to be honest. And But I quickly realized that epigenetics, which is the ability to alter the expression of your DNA, is the only thing that matters. <laughs> and so quickly I figured out, okay, we all have this set of genes and DNA and it's not our destiny. We can change it and change the expression through simple lifestyle modifications, nutritional supplementation and different things like that to really help our body work more optimally. And so I started helping people understand because oftentimes we would get this idea of, oh, I have MTHFR or some sort of folate transport receptor issue, whatever the case may be, it's associated with depression. So I'm going to have depression my whole life. And that was not helpful. That was just really affirming a negative health. And I am all for affirming only positive health. (laughs) And so I realized what that takes the power away from them. It's epigenetics that gives us the power back. Wow. We are not a victim to our genes. We have the ability to alter them. How do I do that? It's simple lifestyle choices that decrease inflammation, reduce oxidative stress, give ourselves adequate nutrition and hormone balance. And it includes Things like gratitude and meditation and prayer and walking, but also making sure we have adequate B vitamins and phytonutrients, antioxidants, minerals, fatty acids, a good, healthy gut, a strong microbiome. We're breathing good. Our mitochondria are optimized. Our blood sugar is balanced. All of these things are super, super important for resilient mood. And those things alter the expression of genes that you may not be so fond of, or that may tend to cause a little bit of an issue for you. If they're quote dirty, there's a great book called dirty genes is a intro into it. And he calls them dirty genes. So whatever you want to say it, there's (laughs) such a good name, man. You've got such a good book name. (laughs) Totally. But what there's hope. And that is what to me, functional medicine is. I felt in conventional medicine that it was like my patients didn't feel they had power because I wasn't giving them power. I was saying, I have the power. I'm the person who can prescribe it. I'm right. And that was detrimental. Mm. And now that I have flipped the script, my first visit with my clients is, Hey, this is about you. This mm-hmm. is about your body. No matter what I tell you, you know, better than me about your body. I'm here mm. to support you and guide you, but you need to trust that your body can heal. That's where we're going to start. We're going to start on working on your trust in yourself and your body. And so um, good. that puts power back for people. And that's the game changer. Even just the sentence, your body can heal. That's like mic drop for so many <laughs> patients. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Those affirmations and filling yes. our those type of thoughts truly changes our epigenetics and our genes and our biochemistry. So mm-hmm. just thoughts alone, what you think about truly has a physical impact. And that's where I think a lot of my clients really feel like, whoa, then I've got to get these thoughts on check. Right. If if that's what I'm thinking about every day, I cannot expect my physical body to be well. And that's 100% true. 100%. Yeah. Wow. I love this. It's so good. It's so basic, but so good. 
Because yes. if, if you don't focus on just these basic things, the rest is just hard to fully implement and then just get the full benefit from. So this is so good. Anything else, Jay, you want to leave with us before we move on and I get to have some lunch, which I'm like shaky, low blood sugar. By the oh, way, yes. I have to say, I have to say that anyone listening, this is a work in progress, right? It's not mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you just reach health and you're there. You have this, this gold medal and that's it. This is always a work in progress. Sometimes you have curveballs thrown at you and you have to start from the basics again. Me, I'm, I've been practicing for about 10 years and I've shared this with a lot of my listeners, but I've been dealing with my own health stuff. And so I'm having to go back to the drawing board and that's okay because I'm a human freaking being like, yes, I'm a doctor, but like, who cares? That's just what I got trained in, but I'm still a human and I deal with health issues too. So it's okay. We're all dealing with things and just give yourself some grace. I feel like this is for someone specific listening, give yourself some grace and your body can heal. And you don't have to be perfect. I love that. So true. I think that's the perfect way to end on this and and understanding that it's natural to have ebbs and flows of life. It's normal to have ebbs and flows of life. We're going to have ups and downs. It's truly about trying to give our body the primary food it needs every day. And it's not about perfection. It's just what can I maximize in this moment? What can I maximize? today or this week? What can I minimize and how can I make healing a priority for me instead of I got to go down the checklist, avoid this and do that and hand slap. If you mess up, listen, just maximize, minimize and prioritize the good, the bad and the important. Yeah, that's good. And it's the ebbs and flows, like you said, and not getting too attached to the highs. Yeah. Because there's lows, right? So not getting too attached to lows. It's all momentary. And, Mm -hmm. and it really is about progress. And I tell patients this, it's really not about perfection. You're on the right track. Things aren't perfect. They're better. So let's keep on going. So yeah, just giving ourselves and myself too, and yourself giving yourselves grace. Yeah. Thank you, Shay. Thanks for being my guest and being awesome. I loved the show. And where can people follow you? Thank you so much. Yes, Lauren. It was so much fun chatting about all this stuff today. I am on a social media, Facebook, Shay Leonard, and also Instagram at Shay Leonard. And you can also check out my website, www.shayleonard.com. There you go. It's consistent. Thanks again and enjoy your day. Thank you. You too. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.